you know, you can't think of something else at the same time. It's pure you're, mindfulness. Absolutely. You're giving everything, but you're, you're getting the enjoyment from it. So you yeah. can be focused in on your work at your desk, but maybe there's other things creeping in saying, you know, battling for number one spot there for you to work on. You can't do that when you're singing. No. It's about the lyrics. It's about the music. It's about watching the choir director, blending your voices and hearing the other parts that are being sung as well. Hello and welcome to another episode of HSE Talking Health and Wellbeing. My name is Fergal Fox and today we're talking with Alison Baker Kerrigan. She is the Arts Officer in Tala University Hospital. Today we're talking about singing, staff choirs and how they can help our health and wellbeing. Alison, first of all, I guess singing, never mind choirs, singing is a positive thing for your health and wellbeing. Absolutely. I think our vision in TUH is people caring for people to live better lives. And so within the arts program that I manage and curate in the hospital, we have participative, we have collaborative and we have receptive and music therapy arts. So within that program, we try and combine a range of programs that will connect with patients, staff and visitors. So, I mean, singing falls into that through maybe our choir, through our music performances, through our soothing sounds program, through our music therapy. So uh, there's quite a lot of singing that happens over in TUH. Yeah, there's something about singing, though, even on your own. Like, is it a signal that you're happy or is it a nudge to your happiness or does it kind of work? Oh, I think it's a bit of everything. So no... As soon as you start singing a song, your mood changes, you're uplifted, you're invested in the song. You don't have to be the best singer. But in order to kind of sing along and enjoy that moment and all of a sudden, maybe one of your colleagues just kind of puts in a little line or a little movement or something like that, you know, it it uplifts the mood of the day without a doubt. So the whole idea of having a choir in your workplace, like Mm. that seems, you know, to the uninitiated seem a bit odd, like you come to work to work, but like bringing the joy of singing into a workplace choir. Tell me, what's your experience of that? The experience of workplace choirs for me, when I joined TUH, they had a choir and that ran for about six months to nine months. And then the choir kind of separated because we changed director and that had an impact. The director had a new role. So the choir stopped for maybe a year and a half and I missed it so much. So I initiated a plan to bring the choir back. And we reformed as Heartbeats to UH Choir and we put a call out for both choir directors and for members. And together we all joined and created the choir. And it is an amazing experience for me personally. It uplifts my mood. It changes everything within work. I connect with people socially. It is an amazing outlet. But I've I've networked and I've connected with people in the hospital that otherwise I would never meet. We enjoy having maybe some performances down in the hospital atrium during lunchtime. So after we learn a certain amount of songs, maybe on Valentine's Day, we might get together and sing a few songs or over Easter or on Culture Day. And then at Christmas, we do the most amazing thing where we go and sing in the atrium and then we go around every ward in the hospital and we sing to staff and to patients. That can be quite emotional. It's, it is. But it's beautiful. So th- that experience is a bit similar to my own in Tullamore Hospital where... Um, we started up a choir and they didn't have enough men and I got a late invite. But we did, you know, we, we spread the, the net wide and there is such a, there is a big diverse mix of staff there from like cross grades, consultants, all sorts. And it's brought such joy to the workplace. Like it's really been a phenomenal experience. I never thought that like a, a group singing would get so much joy out of just singing in harmony. 
I know it sounds a bit corny. It and does, I think it? it really does. And I think there's an interesting piece of study that has come out of Sing Ireland in connection with University Limerick. And that shows that there's a ratio for five women to one man in most choirs. Yeah. So that's across the board. And we certainly experience the same the same thing, too. So um, we would love to get more men. And the thing is, they really, really enjoy it. But that difference when you go into three part harmony, oh, it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's beautiful. <laughs> I, I laugh sometimes because our, our, our choir director has to kind of take it slow with me. I can't read music. So he's like, this is your note, Fergal. This is your note. What a great way to do it. <laughs> yeah. So I can just, you know, learn by listening and listening yeah. repeatedly. But then when you get your note and you hear all the other guys plowing in and creating that kind of like full sound and you think, oh, my God, I'm a little cog in this wheel. Delighted. Yeah, but it's beautiful. And I think the idea that all of a sudden all these voices together, like when you've all learned your part, so maybe it's soprano, alto and men, tenors or basses. And then when, when the choir director brings that sound together and you hear it, it's tingling. Absolutely. Yeah, it's magic. It, it really is. Yeah. It is. It is magic. That's a great description. I, I, I often like I try to use that word magic because I see the choir director is nearly like a sorcerer because I'm like, you know, I'm a late adopter of this, like I'm really late to the party, but it's like music has been standing in front of you all your life. Yeah. Everybody uses music, but still singing is like, oh, no, thanks. Jeez, no, not me. Yeah, you know, that's everybody's. It's like a bit of an Irish attitude, I, like, you know, oh, geez, I, I might do it in a group, but God help afraid, us. Afraid, afraid to be asked to sing Absolutely. at a party. Yeah. And I think there's also a comfort in that. So like when you're in a choir, you have the support of all of your peers who are also singing. You're not on your own. Of oh, course, absolutely. Safety in numbers huge. Yeah, yeah, there's always people that, that do want to take up that solo part and please take stage, which is amazing because, you know, they are really strong voices. But I, I think, you know, there's just security in numbers, which is lowly. Yeah. And, and the other thing, like you mentioned there, like that Christmas way that you have a performing oh, yeah. around the hospital. Yeah. That's just so powerful. I can totally relate to that emotional piece because like we sing in, in Tullamore, we sing at the bereavement ceremony yeah. once or twice a year for people. Yeah. And, and you know people in the crowd, you know, and, and Absolutely. You, you have been one of those people or you will be yeah. one of those people and they're looking up at you and, and they're coming, shaking your hand afterwards. And you think, geez, that's fantastic to like you're doing this like for selfish reasons, but you're like there's a win, 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 win. It's just ticking all the boxes. And I don't even know if it's a selfish reason, because I think it's a really powerful reason for your own health and well-being. So I suppose, you know, I kind of think that that's a major benefit that you want to bring to your own health and well-being. And, and you can see what it gives to other people as well. And that connects with each one of those choir members within the choir. Yeah, and I suppose that's why we're talking about it here today. I suppose the context of staff health and well-being, we've been pushing and encouraging yeah. staff choirs for the last couple of years. I think that COVID restrictions really kind of hit them a bit of a hammer blow the last couple of years, but they came on back strong. They're coming back. Yeah. And it really, I suppose, part of the message from this podcast is sure. to say, like, you know, get a few thinking, same thinking allies in your workplace and, and try and do something about your, your own workplace. Yeah, definitely. And I think part of that as well, like you can only imagine what it was like for the uh, music industry. So yeah. for those choir directors, 
we kept working in healthcare, but actually for all those choir directors or choir masters who, who, who lost their choirs too, like that, that's a massive impact. We were lucky enough to keep Heartbeats to UH Choir together all the way through COVID. So we had Zoom rehearsals, which were an absolute nightmare, yeah, um, but is. also great fun, yeah. you know, and uh, we did quizzes during them. We had, we learned about Zoom together. But we got to connect and we got to see each other's faces and we got to say hello and give each other a wave and everything. So that was lovely. It was really positive. So, Alison, tell us about this one heartbeat song that you did in Tele University Hospital. Sure. So this is something that resonates really strongly with me. It was at a difficult time, obviously, for everybody during COVID, but also my mum was at end of life. So she was in Vincent's University Hospital and I was putting in a submission to the David Brophy Frontline Choir for my friend. And I had written these four lines within her submission. So if you want, I can give it back to you. I can. Yeah. So it's. The smile that comes from singing together is the purest note of every song. It resonates from deep within a powerful sense we all belong. And I suppose what I was trying to summarize was just the power of singing and how much we miss it and how much we needed it during COVID. So I had written those lines and my colleague Clara Monaghan had uh, read them and she asked, could she use them? Yeah. And I said, yeah, absolutely. We work collaboratively all the time. So she took them and then she moved forward with the choir and she held a songwriting workshop. And the weekend that she held it, unfortunately, I couldn't facilitate the workshop with her because my mum was at end of life that weekend. And the choir took those first lines, made it the first verse of the song, and then they continued on and wrote the rest of the song. And then Clara finished the melody and our choir director, Michael Fay, also took his part and composed the song. And then we all recorded it ourselves and we brought it back into the one piece. Beautiful. We'll have to have a listen to that. And you performed that. That's, that song was used at one of the Christmas concerts. It was. It yeah, was. Yeah. So let's have a listen to those lyrics. Thanks very much for sharing that, Alison. No problem. Thank you. One HSC staff singing, it sounds professional. I mean, it sounds, I'm not dissing your choir, but like, I'm kind of. <laughs> Don't dare. No, no, but like, it sounds like, you know, it could be on. Yeah. No, it's class. Yeah, well, we're working, we are working with a couple of artists. So we're working with the singer songwriter in Clara and we're also working with Michael Fay. So, I mean, the quality of their editing and bringing that audio piece together, that's what stands with having a couple of professionals. But yeah. they are all amateur singers. Yeah, it's um, beautiful. Sing, thank you. Yeah, I hope you enjoy it. Absolutely. You're just saying that you submitted for a colleague. I submitted yeah, for a colleague successfully. You? Yeah, Claire Donnelly. I submitted her. Sure, I met Claire. Course, Claire is yeah. absolutely wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So, like, to see the 
the trajectory of that frontline choir from like, you know, its Amazing. concept of it coming in as an email to health yeah. service staff at a time where we were just like, everybody was Daunted. so like, just, it was so daunting, yeah. like, and, and, yeah. and to be worrying about the staff on the frontline yeah. and um, see this opportunity for yeah. song and then seeing all the stories that were told to the series. Uh, like, was it three or four episodes, was it? Yeah, it was three episodes yeah. that were aired on TV. So but you I, were a part of that? Yeah, yeah, I was. So and us. so was my colleague that I submitted oh, for. Great, great, great. You know, and we had eight, eight members through TUH that, right, that right, were right. part of that choir, the frontline choir. But like, connections have been made there. Like, and I'm, I'm quite serious about this, lifelong connections through many members of the frontline choir. Like, it was such an honour to take part in something like that with a world-renowned conductor like David Brophy. Yeah. And I mean, he brought us to places like Dublin Castle and we performed with Aslan. Oh, I, and, got, to, and, I got to attend that concert. Oh, good. Yeah, good. Was, I hope you enjoyed it. Well, that was unbelievable. Yeah, because it was electric for us. That's but like, we're yeah. not in the audience, so no, it's no. a little bit, you know. It was extremely special. Yeah, and, and then Paul Brady and Shabil. Yeah. And like, it was, it was just amazing that whole day, you know, from going in early in in the morning and being COVID tested and they get in the green light that we could all thankfully nobody was positive and we could all take part in in that choir in that uh, in that event that concert and then the whole series was aired but we also went to turning on the Christmas tree lights in yeah. Oros <laughs> I mean you know how amazing was that we got to sing in St. Patrick's Cathedral and Once then the Christmas yeah like that was aired on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day wow um, it's, and we sang in the National Concert Hall. So, like, I really take my hat off to David Brophy and to Tyrone Productions. Of course, who, David had done a few things like that before. He with had, the Cares absolutely. So he was well experienced. Yeah. Zoom was new to him. And I thought, you know, how they edited that piece together of David, it was really like that, where it must have been torture to his ears the first time we all yeah. got on Zoom. But it was great crack. Yeah, we used one of the songs from it, actually, in the in, in one of the concerts. Yes. The, um, the U2 song. That's um, right. Sometimes you can't make it on oh your own. Oh, my God. That's like, listen yeah. to that now. It's still so Powerful. It like is. that's nearly like a piece of COVID restriction history. History, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. isn't like, it? God, and I think the this. video piece that they yeah. put together, like they edited it so beautifully. So I mean, looking looking at all of those individual recordings up on the front of one of the buildings in St. Vincent's Hospital was it was iconic. And as it turned out, that was actually the building that my mum died in. Oh my god. So like you get th these little things just keep happening, you know, and it, is it serendipity or you know, is it like that? The magic, the magic yeah. of music and how things come together. Yeah. Um, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it was a wonderful experience. So I want to ask you about the process of pulling a choir together. We 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 developed a guide yes. uh, to step you know uh, steps to set up a choir for HSE staff and anybody can use it. It's up on the HSE website. But how how would you like if somebody was sitting in a workplace now? Never mind in the health service. Sure. And, and you said, look at this singing stuff. This is a tonic. Yes. Highly recommended. Yeah. Uh, have a chat with your boss. Have a chat with a few staff. See can mm -hmm. you pull a group a group together even for a limited time period. Yes. It doesn't have to be. All year round, like, and, and I see, you see more of these kind of casual choirs popping up. Yeah, Roisin Savage, her casual choir, absolutely amazing and definitely worth a look. And, and actually, if you want to test something, I think, or how you like a choir, that's an amazing experience. So she has various different nights 
uh, held in the Sugar Club at the moment. It used to be over in UCD, but definitely check that one out. I'd suggest that. And that's a great suggestion to start out and maybe say, do I want to be part of a choir? Now, that's a huge number of people. She could have anything up to 120 people in the Sugar Club and you all learn a song over an hour and she teaches it in three-part harmony and then you all sing it together and it's recorded and it goes up on Facebook. Yeah, it's but like that choir, choir, choir. In, in, yes, that, it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's beautiful stuff. I think it's amazing and, and maybe it doesn't have to be that big. So as you suggested there, maybe you've got somebody like yourself that play the, the guitar and, you know, just bring that little bit of atmosphere together. I think it's good if you can possibly set up with your core group. Get your get your first team together. You know, the people who are really passionate about singing and want to have the same goal in setting up a choir. And then, of course, you've got to kind of look at, okay, well, how are we going to fund it or how are we going to organize this and maybe put out a survey to staff and see what's the best night that suits? Do you have a musical director, somebody that can actually direct the choir um, and how obviously you're you're going to fund the director as well? And be aware of all of the other things that, that need to happen on the outside. So somebody needs to coordinate it, book a room, organize the choir members maybe set up the WhatsApp group, you know, yeah, so we, as you we can have give a few out people that are, are, like they take yeah. a kind of a key coordination role, like it's yeah. Claude Armitage and health promotion or it's okay. Claire Donnelly, yes. that was the physio yeah. manager there, or Emily Mahan from the National Ambulance Service. Yeah. They played a key role in kind of just the little things behind the scenes. So it's not like a rabble of, yes. you know. And those little things are really quite big oh, there, yeah. because they keep it all running. Yeah. You know, they're really important. But yes, I can't underestimate or recommend highly enough the benefits that, that you will reap from um, starting a choir. Can I take you back to COVID restrictions and yes. that impact? You know, like we, we said on a couple of the podcasts and a couple of the conversations we've been having with, with people about how that your social well-being was impacted so much on the, by the COVID restrictions. Yeah. Your people to people interaction, you felt isolated. Everybody did. Like the, you know, some choirs were hit. You, you managed to survive a bit on Zoom, you were saying, but we, we were just on the WhatsApp. You know, okay. we didn't have any singing activity. Okay. And like there was a yearning to get back. Oh, absolutely. So I suppose that's nearly another piece of evidence that, you know, what this is given when it's taken away, yeah. isn't it? Absolutely. And I think even the first time that we met outside, yeah. your heart stops. You you literally look at your colleagues that are coming up to you and you know, you don't have to say anything. You just know we have missed that. But there were tears the first time we sang together. It was so emotional, which sounds crazy, you know. It does. It doesn't. It doesn't. Like our first gig back was last April as a part of a Ukraine fundraiser. Yes. And we partnered partnered with another um, community choir because Andreas our choir master he yeah. has a few community choirs and he's getting them all back but some of the health service staff were nervous about coming back at that yeah, time like we were just so. literally coming out of like the restrictions didn't end till March 22 yeah so like it was a nerve-wracking place you Absolutely. know especially in the health service yes especially but to have that concert yeah. and and the buzz in the room after that and then we had like people from like we had Ukrainian people come up to us that were, you know, yeah. that, that we were trying to fundraise for and they were like, they were given over flowers and stuff. And you were just like, yeah. you couldn't make it up. You really can't. You really can't. And I mean, it is, it, it's, it's tingling, you know, that sense that you get when you have a performance like that and when you have that connection. And we really did miss that so much. 
those Tuesday nights, one and a half hours of being together, warming up your vocal cords, having a laugh together, welcoming somebody into the room, you know, saying goodbye to them. Just it's those little chats. So one of the things that we also have, and, and not everybody managed to get on Zoom. So we lost a couple of members oh, so, and yeah. some of them have come back. But you had to respect what, what they were doing, you know, in their own life and also the stress and strain that so many healthcare workers were under with with shifts and everything, you know, and what they were facing on the front line. So we we worked around all of that and we brought the choir back to its full fruition, I think. So, uh, yeah, from, from what I've seen around the country, a lot of the choirs either have come back or they're coming back. And, yeah. you know, there's some... Like we've seen the growth of, of choirs since 2018, like choirs that just kind of set up that year got, yeah. got got stronger. And there's some excellent choirs. Like there's like I suppose that the thing that I I think we need to emphasize is that you don't have to be excellent, but we have excellent choirs. <laughs> like the Scrubs, the Scrubs Absolutely. guys down in Cork. Absolutely, down in Cork, oh, excellent. They're off the bloody charts. They really are. They really are. Like, I mean, they're amazing. Yeah, if you haven't seen them, you should check them out, like Scrubs, yeah. Scrubs Choir. They have their own webpage, actually, and uh, there's a couple of their songs up there. And you can see they're just like they're professional. They really are. Yeah. No, but they then, put on a fantastic they performance. They do. But 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 a workplace choir doesn't no. have to be like it has to be about participation, doesn't it? Oh, I think it definitely does. And I think if you go back to the live performance that you had back in 2018, the first one, the HSE down yeah. in Limerick, I think like I remember towards the end of that concert where there was such a, a broad range of choirs well, singing. Well, we, we had a service user choir as well from Limerick. That's like, right. Yeah, yeah. But everybody ended up on the stage by the end of the night because it was well, like... Well, there was a come all you saw. <laughs> there, there was, but there was so many, there was so many members. But, you know, and we had the band in the background playing and everything and it worked. It yeah. still worked. And I think that flexibility is really important. So you don't have to be the best choir on the nation, but you you will still get to enjoy it. And the important thing is, is that you do enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Do I don't. Know? I don't think there's a there's a scale of like you're not getting more for your well being if you're a better singer. Or whatever, I would agree. You know? So we have to kind of make sure agree. that these are about participation, inclusion, and all God's creatures have a place. Yeah, yeah. And I think one of the other things actually that I meant to say was we've actually opened our choir now to our retired members of staff. Oh yeah, yeah. Because no, I think that's that's extremely important. Yeah. Because I, I saw a couple of guys getting nervous. Oh, like yeah. then, I, oh, we're retiring in six months' time. Will we be welcome back here? And I'm like, this door is always open. Absolutely. I think it's really important. So, I mean, they come in, they still have a connection with the hospital. They've worked there for yeah. many, many years. And all of a sudden then to be separated from it, I think is quite difficult. So it's a lovely transition where they still have this little connection. They're so reliable. You know, they're great supporters of the hospital, great supporters of, of the choir. And um, that really works very well. Yeah, like the, that transition into retirement can be a challenge for people. So you need any little social support you can get. Yeah, you well, to. you're back to health and well-being again, aren't yeah. you? So you're really supporting that through your workplace choir if you can open it up to retired members. One of the things that David Brophy said uh, uh, from when he was doing the carers choir is yes. that uh, singing in a choir is the perfect antidote to modern life. It really sums it up, doesn't it? It does. It does. And, and, and as we're kind of we're being pulled into this challenge around screen time and social engagement and it yeah. hits so many boxes for us, isn't it? Yeah, it does. And I mean, I, I think that's that's the relief that you get from that. Oh, 
singing and it's not it's different from singing along with the radio or playing the record yeah, we, we highly recommend singing along with the radio by the way <laughs> which we do but, of course yeah. but at the same it time we're talking level. about you're not going to sing around along with the radio really with all of your friends yeah. and it's that different connection so if you get a buzz from singing along with the radio well then you're going to get double that buzz from singing along with the choir with other members and i think it's learning that song there's something new because there's a lovely little challenge in bringing a song together and going after it week after week and polishing it. And then when you get to perform it, that there, there really is no other feeling like that. Yeah. So you are working towards oh, a goal. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. So we know, Alison, that like research is overwhelmingly positive, uh, that, you know, the people get these feelings from singing in choirs and how it impacts on their mm-hmm. physical, mental and emotional well-being. Mm-hmm. And how have you seen that, like, hit the ground? I I think a a really nice example of that is through another choir that we set up called Our Voices TUH Community Choir. And they had a concert called Magic Moments back in November. It was set up by Clara Monaghan, our senior music therapist, and it was funded through the Mead Foundation Equality Improvement Innovation Award. They ran for 10 weeks and they connected with, so we had referrals through a social prescriber. We had referrals from consultants within the hospital through Clara's. From the community community members. Absolutely, community members. So some of them were previous patients, but they were community members that came together and Clara thought them various different songs and they also connected with the COPD group. So, I mean, that I think I saw, I saw the video for this and the guy, yes. there was a guy in the video saying I couldn't walk across the street That's right. last year. And now I'm like, he must have got the, the, the health benefit from engaging with a program and then been pulled into the choir. So his respiratory health had, had improved exponentially. Absolutely. Yeah, really important. Yeah. And I think also what they really found amazing through that was meeting together one day a week for 10 weeks in the local art centre, Rural Red, South Dublin Art Centre, and singing and connecting with people. So you have that social interaction. They're going off having cups of tea afterwards in the coffee shop. Really important social interaction. They're gaining all the health benefits. And then we put it to them that maybe this wasn't the plan at the start, that we'd have a concert. So we called it Magic Moments. They all agreed to take part and they absolutely loved it. So the video of that, the highlights, is on the TUH YouTube channel. Yeah, that's what and I was Yeah, yeah and, really I, and I'd love yeah. people to see that. And they've already put us under severe pressure to come back and do it again. That's great. Um, so we're looking at doing that now through the Mead Foundation. So you're improving community health and well-being, not just your staff health and well-being, and, that, but it's all feeding off each other. We're really trying. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think the interesting thing about that particular choir is they also had the support of a music therapist. So there was clear goals at the beginning of that programme. It's not just music. It's also music therapy and it's transferring that out into the community. Because, you know, what happens to some of our patients when they go out in the community? How do we still stay in contact with them? And connect with them in a positive way, you know, because your health goes on all the time. Absolutely. It's not just about when you're unhealthy. It's also about when you're healthy and oh, to stay that way. Yeah. Health promotion. Absolutely. So there's a couple of ways that we mentioned about the importance of the choir master. Mm. And so and there's funding needed. You know, these guys are professionals. Absolutely. And yeah, so yeah. like wh- what are the possibilities here of getting funding? Like where potentially should should people be looking for funding for or a workplace choir or a staff choir in the HSE? Yeah, I, I look, funding can come through, you know, Healthy Ireland, it can, it can come through your own funding, like 
in our choir, what we do is we actually fundraise maybe through a concert at yeah. the end of the year. So we'd sell tickets into the concert. We'd run a raffle, various different things like that. Our choir members actually contribute as well. They pay 50 euro per term. Each term is 10 weeks long. So that's 150 euro a year. But when you think of an hour and a half of choir instruction for basically five euro. Yeah. You know, we're close to a really decent coffee here, but you know what? <laughs> I get an awful lot more out of an hour and a half with a choir. So it's actually really good value for money. You know, we try to get together, say, with the, with the uniforms that we wear, uh, you know, maybe we add in rosettes or ties or something like that, or we're looking at getting sweatshirts, various different things like that to kind of come together and really create that group atmosphere. So there's there's lots of different ways of funding, approaching various different foundations. So the Meath Foundation also helped to fund us. TUH helped to fund us. And then we have lots of different places that we end up performing in. Yeah. Yeah. I think the performing, like when you go out with it, like I was saying mm -hmm. earlier on, that's where you're like, we think we're spreading joy and people are looking at us going, thank you. You are. You are. Like, like we in, in one of the nursing homes yeah. across the road yeah. from our hospital in Tullamore, we went in there a couple of times and well, around Christmas, usually before COVID, but like the joy of just like singing a couple of songs and then throwing in a couple of Christmas songs. And then yeah. one of our colleagues was sitting there with her mother. And I thought, this is just... It's very special. You can't put a bloody price on it. like Yeah. You, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I had a lovely story related back to me there the other day, actually. So we also have Time in North setting and our music therapist works over there. And she was doing a group session and then they were just having a sing-song. And this patient had just been transferred over from TUH and she arrived in and she was greeted by music. Uh, so while her room was being prepared, she joined in in a singing session and she said... This is the most incredible place. It sounds a bit crazy. It doesn't it. <laughs> but as it turned out, it's actually somebody in the choir. It's her parent. And I mean, I think like the essence of that, of being fed back, we didn't know that that was happening. But for her mum's experience, that was just amazing and so positive. And she is very settled and comfortable in that setting now, in that healthcare setting. And she really feels very positive about it through the arts, yeah, through great. something like that happening. It's lovely, yeah. The one of the another powerful performance that I had experience of was going to somebody's retirement do from the choir okay. and surprising them yes. with the performance and everybody kind of rolling in oh, and they've just lovely. been like and their family nearly been in tears like yeah and, yeah. and them kind of them joining us for a song and all their you know the people that turn up to these retirement gigs oh, and yeah. and you know the the speeches are grand but like. The music. The music, the music. <laughs> it's bring all about it, the music. Bring it to a different level. Like, you know, people I think, think it does. And it also normalizes things. Yeah. Do you know, because sometimes, you know, maybe that can be very formal and it needs to be in some ways. But actually, this just changes the atmosphere and it, it balances and equalizes everything within the room for every person that's there to say their farewell, to say thank you to the person and they can join in in a, in a song. We, we do something similar with our nursing graduation. Oh, yeah. And so even during COVID, when the nurses were there and your heart would really go out to them because they didn't have their family and their friends there, but maybe they were sat in the theater and they're watching, you know, the projection on the screen. And then the choir would come in and perform a couple of songs. So we've done that with parents and, and family members there and without. And that's something they feed back to us, say it's so special. It's just beautiful. So yeah, we've got something. We're having a battle of performances here. For yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Let me see, can <laughs> I trump you? <laughs> no, but it is interesting. Like you, you say, it's nearly like, like I'm, I, I use the term there, it's on a different level. Like sometimes I think when I'm talking about this, it's like, well, words can't really describe it. 
because you are talking about something like that's emotionally deep and it is a different level. Like it's fundamentally different than, you know, like you're like I've been involved in teams and groups and, you know, you practice things and go out and perform, but like not that. You don't get the same vibe. No. You no, don't no, like get the this same is vibe. a different level. And it's like, like, oh, well, there's no words sufficient yeah. here. We just have to accept, like, you yeah. try this, you get a taste of this and you go, well, this is different. And is it because it's happening in the moment? So, I mean, the sound that you're creating and the reaction that you're feeding off from people who are listening or watching. So it's all happening in the moment and everybody has the same goal. You come together, you're not thinking about something else in the back of your mind. That is one of the most amazing positives from singing you know, you can't think of something else at the same time. It's pure you're, mindfulness. Absolutely. You're giving everything, but you're you're getting the enjoyment from it. Yeah. So you yeah. could be focused in on your work at your desk. But maybe there's other things creeping in saying, you know, battling for number one spot there to, to for you to work on. You can't do that when you're singing. No. It's about the lyrics. It's about the music. It's about watching the choir director, blending your voices and hearing the other, you know, the other parts that are being sung as well. So one of the first performances that we did or had in, in the Tullamore mm. Hospital Choir was uh, a flash mob with Coldplay's Fix You. Lovely. Like it was just the first song we were kind of learned together. And then he said, oh, let's do, Andreas, our choir master, let's do a flash mob in the foyer of the hospital. And everybody said, oh, that'd be a great idea. Now, like, it was a bit weird, like, you know, like health, walking into your own workplace, singing with your which are people behind you. And he brought Offaly County Council Choir okay. uh, came in on it as well. The word had leaked out across the hospital. So there was loads of staff kind of ready and waiting to see us perform, which we didn't expect. But like they were lined up on the balconies and it was yeah. became like a thing. I, I was just nearly shocked by the experience of being on stage. You know, like I felt I, I was kind of going to it as another practice. Yeah. You're just singing with the guys. But then oh, it's different to have everybody looking at you and you're going, oh, my God. Yeah. And then I spotted a neighbour filming me on the phone. <laughs> and, and did you all separate? So did you treat so, it like a so, flash mob? So you could hear yourself saying you didn't have the comfort of the. Other oh, no, we, we, we were kind of walking in to okay. the keyboard. You know, yes. he started playing the keyboard yeah. and the music started emanating. And, you know, three people walked up and started and then four people walked up and then Amazing. five people walked up. And then like this crowd was just kind of looking at us. And, you know, I felt under pressure all of a sudden, like, you know, this is yeah. big. And then the, like he just stopped playing the piano for the last verse and we just belted it out the last Acapella, piece. Yeah. And it was just like we just got a fantastic applause and then just dissipated and then away. And, and everybody was like, oh, my God, it was class. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It's very hard to come down from that. <laughs> like I was literally high. Yeah. You look at now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. No, it's a song that we sing as well. And I, and, and I mean, it's very powerful. That'd be a wonderful idea now for the next HSE concert. Yeah, could be. To bring lots of people together, lots of different choirs. Easy one to no, learn. No pressure there. No pressure, no pressure there, it but it be, is beautiful. It would be great to have, to get back to that face-to-face -face concert. Oh, there, I can't wait. I'm not, I'm not even going to contemplate an if. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it, you know, and, and I do think that is going to happen. Oh, just the enjoyment of that. We need to make it a big occasion. We need to invite lots of choirs, whether they're together a year, a month, a number of years, you know, be as inclusive as we possibly can. So one of the things I'm, I'm, I'm kind of reflect on, like, like I mentioned earlier, that I was only kind of felt I was only an accidental participant in this. And I thought this yeah. is great stuff. Like, yeah. And how do we get more men or how do we normalize wow. it a bit? Like, or do we kind of 
do we socialize singing out of ourselves after national school? <laughs> like, is it like everybody sings a bit in national school? You can that's normalized there, and then it's yeah. like it's not that. There's a gap. Unless you're good, you don't do it. Like, that's it. That it's very true, and I I really don't know what the solution is to that problem. I mean, it's something that we're battling constantly. That, that we're constantly putting call out, you know, to yeah. members of staff, and we'd love to get more men in. All I can say is, and, and it's great to hear you actually say this, how, you know, speak about how how strongly you advocate for singing in a choir and the benefits that you've got from it, because I think it's really important to hear that from men. So you don't class yourself as the best singer in the choir, but you definitely reap all of the rewards. Absolutely. And if people would even just try. So what we do try to do is once or twice a year, we have a free rehearsal. We invite people to come up, try it out. Give you, they're, they're absolutely, you're idea. not signing yeah. up for it straight away. Taster. Try it. Absolutely. A, trace, a taster. And then when they come to our performances, you know, in the atrium and that kind of thing, and they get a buzz from it. It's worth it. It's give it a try. So, Alison, that might be a good way to wrap it up there, where, where the call out is out there to encourage more and more staff choirs, um, our workplace choirs, mm-hmm. wherever you are, whether you're in the health service or not. We have our step-by-step guide up on the HSE website under Staff Health and Wellbeing. If you want to look that up, that'll help you. And I'd like to thank you very much for coming in to talk to us, Alison. Thank you very much. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And thanks for listening to another episode of HSE Talking Health and Wellbeing.